Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, the 17th day of June, the beginning of a holiday weekend. We cannot thank you enough for letting us be a part of this holiday weekend. We say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Decatur. Decatur, where's greater? Yeah. Where you were this week. I got lost over there yesterday. <laughs> Very quickly. Okay. Uh-oh. Shout out to Reggie, who's a loyal listener to the show. He tuned in. I had Ryan Hollins on my show Wednesday, and he's like, you know what? One of my favorite parts of Sam and Greg when you're on it, you got Max Road, you got the local, got casting call, and he texts me this morning on Instagram. He's like, I love that Greg's morning followed by Sam's morning. He's like, I look forward to that every time. <laughs> All right, then. So there you go. Reggie. There go. Reggie. Hey. What, what up, Reggie? Only, the, the only person that – can you think of another name of a candy bar? The guy had a candy bar named after him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, I don't know no candy bar named Bob. No. There's a Babe Ruth, but that's. It was yeah. old, that was old Henry. Yeah. Okay. That's another one. Yeah. Candy bars are names. Yeah. Well, anyway, we appreciate him listening. Absolutely. And, and you folks out in Decatur. Yeah, I had a. Um, <sighs> huh? All right. This is going to be a longer explanation, but I had to go. I was summoned yesterday. <laughs> and you get when you, when you get summoned by the Black Mafia family. Oh, you find time in your day. Yeah, you do. So I got summons earlier in the day because I had to go do a pickup ah. for my scene, which means I had to go do an ADR. We'll get into all of that. But basically, I had to go. And I'm going to tell the story of the worst ADR ever done. And that's where I was at. So when I left, I had to go to East Ponce de Leon over, over in Decatur. But I had to start at the battery. Ah. Because I was over at the battery yesterday getting... In editing, I was in an editing session for my father's video that is being requested by some people who are going to help get this to the next level okay. of visibility so it can be part of an educational tool. I ain't trying to make no money off it in a documentary, none of that stuff. No, no, no. This is a teaching tool. This is a story that should be included when you talk about folks' contribution mm-hmm. to the military effort in this country, especially those of color that have not been. We, we know everything there is to know about the Tuskegee Airmen, right? Yeah. And there was actually one of the guys they had on the news this morning. Yeah. Because they had a big um, celebration, a Juneteenth celebration, when yep. they brought him out. But anyway, so I ha- I'm getting this thing edited. I had to leave there and then go to Decatur and then do this. <laughs> and then I got lost. 
thinking I knew my way around. I ended up on uh, North Decatur. Was hang on a second. It was on East Ponce. East Ponce. And the East Ponce that. will change on you now. Yes, it will. You, you I not discovered paying that attention. I was yeah. going along the railroad tracks yeah, there yeah, yeah. and then kept going. I got over by uh, North Decatur Road, which ran on the railroad tracks there. It used to be the softball and country club. I was thinking about I'm, I used to live over there. Yeah. Three nights a week I was over there, man. But anyway, I, I ended up getting lost. That I'll just be honest with you. Really? Yeah, and then I you found myself turning. You could have gone on over to Avondale You could have seen the first Waffle House. I, okay. You should have called me and told me. I would have looked, <laughs> looked for it. You know, and the GPS, for whatever reason, wasn't getting me to where I wanted to get to. Every once in a while, this will happen. And um, so I, I just found myself all of a sudden turning in to what I thought was a street that was going to be, uh, was going to help me out. And there wasn't a lot of traffic on it. That was the other thing. Okay. I was dealing with, with all this crazy traffic. Folks tried to get out of town yesterday. And... I turn, and all of a sudden, I'm a student at Agnes Scott College. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally in there right now pulling into where registration is. Uh, going, I've heard about this place. I, I know some people that went there. I ain't never seen it before. Never seen it before. I've never seen that, yeah. Agnes Scott College's campus, mm-hmm. and it looked wonderful yesterday. It does. But I couldn't get away from it fast enough. <laughs> okay, so I just want to tell you about it. So you folks in Decatur, it was great once again maneuvering through your, your, your part of town. Yeah. Very yeah. Very eclectic part of very the much, city. Very much, very much. I seem to remember enjoying myself yeah, in look, Decatur. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are kind of like you. It's there, but you don't go to no, it. No, you're right. You may go through it I or around it, it yep. but no, not some people go. But the people who go to it discover it. It's it's it's. it's you got cool. some stuff there. Yeah. Ain't happening. Before you get into. What, what I got. I before got you get into what you got to do locally, can I tell you what I walked into this building yesterday too and saw? And who are the people who talk about this on a regular basis. I can't think of another show. There might be, but I'm going to stand here right there and do this and say this. Talk about this team as much as you and I, mostly you, and there was not one for us. Here, hang on. Let me show you what I walked into yesterday, Sam. All over the calendar. All of them. Look at this. From the beautiful folks at the Atlanta Dream. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Look at this. All right. What are you right doing? There. And okay. Deuce and Bell no, no, and who? Andy and Randy. Okay, so whose is that? Nope, well. Yeah, since we're saying that they go, you, okay. All right, but well, I'm just saying, you make, make sure you're not taking anybody's stuff. Okay. Everybody else had one. Well, we'll we, we, we give them a shout-out because you know what? They won their last two in a row, See? and I was going to talk about them. Yeah, I know. Uh, they've, they've been on the road. They're on the road tomorrow against the Indiana Fever, but they went away from getting to the 500 mark for the season, and they did it in dramatic fashion. They won up at New York and playing at Connecticut. Um, Cheyenne Parker got a, got a shot at the buzzer to like force her to go to overtime. They went in overtime 92-88. Alicia Gray is having a big game. I think a career-high 27 um, points in that game. But the difference with this week, I think, has been Haley Jones, the first-round pick out of Stanford, first-round pick this year. Mm-hmm. She started the last three games. And like a duck to water, man, she's gone out there and says, all right, let me pick my points. Let me go in here and, and, and do some things. And She's making assists. She's getting, you know, steals. She's, she's doing, you know, smart things. So, yeah, it, it's great to see. And once again, if you haven't had a chance, chance to go down to Gateway Center Arena uh, down on Camp Creek down by the airport and check out the Atlanta Dream because they sell that place out. And so, uh, and you don't know who you may run in. Dawn Staley may be there. You know, mm-hmm. you know, last time they played, I think she was down there mm-hmm. um, because there's so many South Carolina players now going into the WNBA. And so, so, uh, so you might okay. show up. Okay, so that's what I'm talking about. 
say. The lovely people connected with the Atlanta Dream. Mm-hmm. There's got to be at least one or two people who listen to this station on the weekends. We know you're there Monday through Friday. Yeah. We saw the amount of those bags <laughs> up here. Yeah. But you can't sleep on you know your friends on the weekend, especially Mr. Crenshaw and I, yeah. because we regularly yep. talk about, about the Atlanta what's Dream. What's you see what's in that bag there? No, man. They got they, it's like a swag bag. It's like what you get if you went and were gonna hand out an award at the Grammys. Yeah, the awards at the Grammys. Yeah, they give you like a you know one a, of them they bags. Got, they got a Grammy award in there. Oh yeah, they got some. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> got some Swiss watches. Yeah, yeah. No, but they got a nice bag. So we would love to promote and wear your your. Actually, there's a calendar in there too. They tell you what yeah, games are coming up. Doing, but you know the main thing you can imagine what is in that bag. Okay. Yes, it's okay. just like the ones they play with. Okay. And All I right, think it's man. autographed by the really? team. Yeah, I think so. Pretty cool. They took care of the folks up here. Right. Except they left you out. And so I'm fighting for you, <laughs> no, Sam. Man, don't I am. You I'm fighting me. for you. I, I, want, I want Mr. Word. Crenshaw to have everything. one of these. And if you, you got an extra you know, one laying around, I'll take it. An extra one laying around. We'll bring, hey, you know be a perfect time for the Atlanta Dream to come by and say hello? Our 4th of July broadcast. If they're, you know, if that's the thing, if they're in town and if uh, you know, any of them participating in the Peace Tree. So that, that would be the thing. Hey, let's check the calendar. Do that do that type thing. Anyway. You know that's that, that's what you're talking about this week. You on you you gonna take care of that man because you don't know whose that is. That's not a calendar. That's a schedule. Well, it's kind of the same thing, eh? Uh, kinda, kinda, kinda. You do that. Um, they are. They may not be in town. They in town they, on the second. On the second, yeah, but they got to be in L.A. on the fifth. Yeah. So uh, they they might they may be traveling. You say that. All right. Okay. That's nice. Anyway, coming up, we're going to talk more basketball because Atlanta Dream also had a presence at this event that Kyle Sandy's at, and he's going to talk about that. So that's coming up in the next segment. Uh, but also wanted to mention this week that we had um, the SEC schedules come out for football. Something A lot of people have been talking about changes in the schedule because, you know, the SEC's kind of taking a beating with some of the schedules uh, this year, saying, ah, they got a weak schedule, they got strong teams. So for 2024, the 2024 schedule's out, first of all, the divisions are gone. There's no East and no West. Everybody's going to be in one's going to stacked up in one order. So we get whoever's got the best record come to play in the championship game. Um, and so some teams that you've been playing as your Eastern or your division rivals will go away in order to make room for some of these other, some of the other teams in the conference and new members of the conference. New members coming in, of course, are Texas, you know, and and Oklahoma. And each conference member will play at least one of the new members next year. So either was so Georgia will have Texas on their schedule next year. Um, Georgia will kick off with with uh, Clemson at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That's going to be you know all classic uh, Chick Fil A. A good friend Gary Stokin has put that one together. That's going to be great. Of course, the Florida game in Jacksonville stays on the schedule. The Georgia Tech game will be in Athens. The Auburn game will be in Athens. Uh, as far as games that are usually always you know, traditional in the schedule. Now, the road trips are going to be different. They will make a rare regular season visit to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. This almost never happens. Almost never happens. But Georgia will play Alabama in a regular season game next year. Uh, and also, they will go to Austin, take on Texas. There are other conference rivals. Kentucky will stay on. Ole Miss comes on rotation. And then they got UMass in there. And they got Tennessee Tech in there uh, in those games. That's the schedule for next year. They talk a lot about for 2024. Uh, in the Southeastern Conference and for Georgia. that was. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. If you had a chance to be in the room when they made the decision, would you want that Alabama game? And that's going to be in Tuscaloosa, but would you yeah. want that Alabama game before or after cocktail party? Oh, it's going to be before. 
And it kind of, it kind of, I don't know that. I don't know that's that, what I'm saying. Would you? I, I, I'd I, rather I, have I it later. That, I don't know that. It, I don't know that it that it that it matters because I don't think they'll put it that they'll put it put it probably put it dead middle. Because, well, that because, would be because, then because shortly of, before because of the chance of them playing again. Well, that's what I'm saying. Season. Well, you're not going to play it at the end of the season and turn around and play it. In no, two no, weeks. not at the end of the season. I don't mean that, yeah, but I just but, meant like but, shortly after. My point for saying that is you can get away with losing that game early on and yeah. make it up. Yeah. But if it's later in that in the year, it will mean more if you win it. In other words, the win earlier in the season. Yeah. I just I don't I, I think I, just, I, I think they probably put it toward the middle because cocktail party is going to stay where it's at. That's going to stay. That's right. going to stay Halloween. You know, end October, they're going to put that, keep that where it is. Uh, the thing is keeping it in Jacksonville because everybody, well, they, it's going to have to because they're going to re, redo the stadium. So right. for at least one or two years, they're going to have to play in Athens and in Gainesville. Um, but Did you see where they're going to try to move them folks? What? The Jaguars? What? And that game, because they're doing that, they're, they're re, um, refurbishing the stadium, right? Yeah. So they had talked about where they're going to go to. And one of the places that offered themselves up was Daytona 500. Uh, 120 uh, whatever thousand in yeah, there, yeah, and yeah. just like hey, y'all put a, a race inside the football stadium on California. How yeah. about bringing a football game inside? That would be interesting. Well, yeah, they did that up at up. Well, they did it up in, at Bristol. You know, Tennessee played a game up. At That's Bristol, true. Okay, you know, but Daytona said, "Nah, there. y'all can come down here and, and we'll we'll put the field right there in the middle." And and I just thought about that Absolutely. one. Hang on, that'd be kind of cool. Finally, before we hit the break here, I had a chance to see somebody this week that a lot of people have gotten to know. Well, maybe they haven't gotten a chance to know her, but they've seen her. Okay. Okay. I went to an uh, event this week that they always invite me to. Shout out to 100 Black Women, uh, uh, National Coalition 100 Black Women, Metro Atlanta chapter. They always invite me to MC um, the trophies when they hand them out at the end of their annual fundraiser golf tournament, Tee Off for Teens. And it was at Eagles Landing on Mondays out there. So shout out to Paul Goodlow, Weather Channel. He came out there. And make sure the weather stayed good. Okay. Because th- this time of year, he can't take vacation. Hurricane season. That's true. You're right. He can't go far away because yeah. anywhere they send him, they're boarding up windows, right? So, so, <laughs> so, 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 so. Well put. So, you know, he was there. But Alicia was there. Last name? Don't need a last name. Okay. Just, just. Alicia was there. If you watch the Braves games, you watch this woman who's sitting, having a cup of coffee with these young women, and they're saying, and they're saying, you know, you helped my mom, and now you're helping me, and mm. now you help my daughter. Oh, you're Alicia. talking about – see, you do that all the time. You Alicia just, is also I gotcha. all, Madam President of the 100 Black Women, but she's also in the Truist commercial. And she told me a little bit how they did that commercial. Those, 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 those are not actors. Those are real people. Right. She actually served, served her the, – the woman she's talking to served her mother and father. Authenticity, yeah. And, and they just sat them down, and they just talked. They just talked. Mm-hmm. At first, they didn't script anything. They just talked about, it. and that's the part that's really being people are seeing a lot. So I hope they kind of pull back on that, though. Well, they, well, they're gonna, I like but, the commercial. Well, they, but, that, well, they're going to do some different things. They're going to do some different things. But her but, response her, is, was, is is cute and is nice. I just don't want them to wear it out to where people are going. I'm so sick of hearing that. I don't think you so. Know, and anybody, anybody it, that I, I, I mentioned, anybody that mentions to that, I think because of the authenticity of it, I think people like that. And right. Real, I'm just saying, right. I don't want it. I don't want it running for so long well, that you yeah. get sick of seeing it. Yeah. You well, know what I mean? Well, and the there first, are things like that. She, she told me she's the first one. They got some others they're gonna do. Oh, good, she's good, 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 good. The first one. Alicia. Uh, that's how she known for yeah, Alicia. Huh? That's what, that's all people see. Yeah. If you watch the Braves game. You've seen Alicia. <laughs> They'll get last night. And, 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 and you helped my mom. And I'm just 20 years old. 
Okay. Shout out, shout out to her. Shout out to uh, the Wonder Black Women. Do a great thing. Provide some scholarship dollars for some young people. Get them in school. Um, listen, I want to ask you a question when we come back. Well, actually, we're going to get Kyle Sandy when we come back. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the high school games that took place this past week at Max's World later on. But at some point during the show, um, we had a guy, one of the guys who we watched, listened to during the NBA Finals. His name was thrown into a, a group of other announcers, and I want to get your thoughts on that, uh, talking about Mike Breen. So we'll talk about that. Also talk about the menagerie that's going on at my house. Jeez. Uh, oh, Sleeping with three women. And, and I don't mean Hugh Hefner like. Yikes! Yikes! I got eight. I got. I got. Mm, let's see. I got ten legs in my bed. <laughs> okay, ten. I got ten legs literally next to me in my bed. Yikes! For the last week. Oh yeah, yeah. Up next, we can talk to Kyle Sandy. It's Sam and Greg. Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game dot com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929thegame.com. Sam and Greg with you on this Saturday morning of this big long holiday weekend, Juneteenth, Father's Day. Uh, so much happening and so glad you're spending some of the morning with us. We're here with you until 10 a.m. today and back 6 until 10 tomorrow as well. Good job. Yeah, man. Good job. Outside, like it's going to be kind of warm out there today. It's going to be kind of kind of a but chance we get the rain in a little bit in, in the afternoon. You know, we got that weather weather pattern we get into. I think more of the rain expected maybe Monday. And my yard's in good shape. So I'm like, you know, hey, like, if dude, you want to rain. Help. I need help. You know, if it <laughs> rains, I'm fine. You know, you know what happens, man. It just poof, poof, just jumps I'm out just there. trying to get them ho- gopher holes filled. No, goodness. I just, I just, I'm just, I don't know what to do. Yep. I know what to do, but I don't want to do, it's just tedious. And I'm not a landscaper. But anyway, that's not why you called yeah, By the no. way, if you are going to call, 404-726-0929 is our new number. Our new number. 404-726-0929. Yeah. You ready for our guest? Uh, man, listen, I've been ready for this dude. By the way, when we last left him, didn't he get engaged? There was a yeah, picture was of him. Yeah, he did something. we got to get an update. we got to find out what's happening. Uh, joining us on WaitForIt.com hotline, Kyle Sandy joining us. Kyle, good morning, man. There you go. Hey, good morning, you guys. How have you guys been? Well, we've been fine. We want to get an update on you because last time we saw you, you were <laughs> you making announcements. Yeah, you? you were bow tied up and looking smooth and like brand new money, oh, man. Oh man, yeah, I might have some life changes coming down the pike here in a little bit. I did get engaged on April first. It was not an April Fool's joke. Uh, to, you know, many people's disbelief. It's a real deal. I am getting engaged. So that is uh, quite exciting. Uh, Mackenzie, my uh, longtime girlfriend, is uh, in basketball circles as well. So we're trying to build a nice little power couple there in Raven County. So it's very exciting. And uh, I can't wait to uh you know, take this next step in life with her. So it's going to be fun holding hands and walking down the aisle with the basketball in between us. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, man. Yeah, that's uh, good. Uh, two, two questions come that's to mind. That's a picture. That's Isn't it, a, though? That's a picture, right? I got two questions for him, though. Two, one, mm. one is this. I know. Sam's pointing TV again. One, one is, do you call her Mac? Oh, she doesn't like that. She oh. doesn't like See, that. See, that's why I'm, I'm asking. Because if I ever meet her, I would yeah. say, See, 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 Max. So that's why I'm asking. That's why I'm asking. Ouch! Ouch! Oh, no, she'll go by Ken. She likes Ken's. 
Kenz. Kenz. That's yep. funny Kenzie. because I have a I have a niece who does the same thing. They don't like Mac, but they Kenzie. That's her name. Okay. <laughs> okay. And the other name is you, you. You got you got a pet name for her? you? Got like a little. In the house, just between hey, the two. Hey, hey, now, I don't want no. Hang on a second. Both of y'all be you, quiet. You're doing a deep dive in the man's person. Both of y'all be quiet. You know? Y'all just jump before I finish the sentence. Yeah, you just jump back. Be quiet, <laughs> Bob. Both of y'all. I just want a yes or no, Kyle. That's all I was asking. Oh, That's oh, all oh, I was oh, asking. Oh, oh, oh. My point for yeah. saying that is that that is one of those things that helps propel and continue the relationship. That's it. That's all I was gonna say. Oh, yes, yes no. sir, yes sir. That's all she I'm saying. She definitely does have one. Okay, yes, cool. A, a famous character. I'll leave it at that. A yeah, famous yeah. Oh, character. Trying to get in your bedroom. Go ahead, Sam. That's all. I <laughs> wanted to know what's uh, up. You know what we really call? We want you to call in for. It's all about basketball. that's happening, and this is a special week. Uh, of course, you know when the season, regular season ends, you still get busy. You know things are still kicking up for you. But this is a week when the high school teams are back together. And the one thing you know, that you were at, and I was at for a while yesterday up in Swanee, is the first time they're doing this, and Division One coaches are there for this event. Talk about this event that's going on up in Swanee. Yeah, I'm about to be pulling in right now, literally as we speak. Uh, GBCA Girls Live event here at Swanee Sports Academy. As you mentioned, uh, you know, they had the event last year, and it was a nice proof of concept, but now with the calendar dates, now not only Division Three and Division Two, but like you mentioned, Division One schools are able to come and evaluate players. So it's been terrific. We have over 100 teams in the building. Uh, it, it's just a great platform for players and teams to showcase what they have, and it's from all over the place. You know, we always think about Metro Atlanta having great girls basketball, boys basketball too, of course, but there's very good basketball being played all over the place. You see Ware County. You see Dodge County. You see teams from – uh, the Savannah area coming from, you know, four or five hours away, and everyone has an equal opportunity to play in front of college coaches, and it's a, a, a great chance for kids to really have um, that opportunity uh, to be evaluated and potentially earn scholarships. So it's very, very exciting. It's been terrific thus far, and I'm excited to wrap up another great long day of basketball. Uh, Kyle Sandy joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I see it's in its second year. How has this thing grown uh, since its inception, and where do you see it going, or at least the coverage from it? Right, yeah, so year one uh, was nice, and this year, of course, it's gotten bigger and bigger, and the obvious change in growth was the Division I schools being able to come out. And uh, I think each and every year there's going to be more and more experience gained uh, by the GBCA putting on this event, tinkering with schedules and seeing what they think works, what doesn't work. Um, I think the growth, the next step is, with more and more teams wanting to come to this event, uh, maybe they eventually outgrow Swanee Sports Academy. Maybe there is a location. I know Lake Point's always going to be crowded, but um, they got the guys. The, the, they got the guys right. The guys are up at Lake Point right now, yeah. right? Yep, exactly. Right now they have the regional where they have Georgia and teams from other states as well, but maybe potentially growing. Who knows where uh, that would be, uh, but the next step is to continue to get more and more teams and eventually maybe like what they did on the boys' side, maybe a regional comes where you have teams from Tennessee, Alabama, the Carolinas. Not too sure, but this thing is going in the right direction, and I think everybody really loves uh, what has been put together and how it's growing every single year. Folks, spending time on the waitforit.com outline with Cal Sandy. He is social. You can find him on Twitter always at CalSandy355, at CalSandy355. And as you mentioned, they're, they're girls' teams uh, from all over the state. 
Um, we saw, I saw, I saw you know, in Lowndes, I saw Tiff County. I know Greg has a special place in his heart for the folks in Tiff County. I want nothing to do with them. Tiff, Tiff County, they're very nice people. They were there. Calhoun, Commerce from all over. But talk about the, uh, the turnout, Cal, and what it says about the caliber of competition for girls' basketball in our state because we're seeing a lot of it turn out with team, uh, players from our area that were participating in March Madness. We watched the women's tournament. We saw so many players from our area. Thoughts about how that attracts these coaches back to our state. Yeah, it's great. And, again, it's not just Division One; It's Division One all the way down to Division Three NAIA, Junior College. There's literally players on pretty much every single team here. Um, for any level imaginable, you see your big schools here. You see Duke. You see Georgia. You see Georgia Tech. You see your Power Five conference schools here. But you see your smaller schools here. You see your LaGrange's. You see your O'Flores. You see your Truett McConnell's. Everyone wants to get in. You see – uh, North Georgia, West Georgia, everyone's here trying to find their next uh, prospect to help build their program. And we have some really good players. I mean, Georgia, um, I, I take Georgia, uh, I'll put it up against almost any state uh, in the entire nation with the high-level talent we have. And it's been great to see um, such strong programs really showcase what they've been able to do. Mount Perrin with Jessica Fields has been really good. Hebron Christian, of course, with Aubrey Beckham in that cast of stars. Um, they have, you know, just been circled with Division One coaches every single game, and the same with River Ridge and Wesleyan. So it's all over the map. It's a great talent, and there are going to be many, 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 many offers earned by many different girls uh, after this event is over. Hey, Kyle, I don't know if the long game is to maybe connect with the professional team in the state here for maybe a possible location for a venue to be used down the road. You say they may outgrow where they're at right now. The the dream play uh... – where is it? Um, Gateway. Gateway. Whether it's them or one of the uh, universities, is there a relationship that now that it's in the second year and continues to grow with one of the other entities here where that would help them propel them maybe to the next level? And as you said, you know, hey, listen, we're going to go um, can, you know, play where the dream play. Well, the, uh, dream, the dream has a, has a presence there now. they got a big display set up at this event. When you walk through the door, you see the, there's, the there's, there. These these connections, these relationships will only help this tournament, I guess, is what I'm getting at. And right, right. Yeah, I'm sure, uh, you know, like you mentioned, Atlanta Dream, they only want to grow the game as well. It only, you know, it's beneficial to literally everybody to grow the game and continue to um, meet in the middle and see what is best for uh, this event going forward. Uh, and just finding the, the gym space. I mean, we got four courts going on at a time, then it extends to seven courts. So we're maxing out. Uh, Swanee Sports Academy, where is the next stop? Is it a Gas South Arena uh, type like that, the Convocation Center here and there? Um, there's going to be options, and if this thing continues to grow exponentially, um, there are going to be a lot of conversations held about what will be best to fit in as many teams and as many players as possible, and it's, it's exciting. This thing is still just in its infancy, but the GBCA is doing some great things and making some terrific strides and I'm very excited to see how it gets even better in the future. Again, Kyle Sandy joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. You see any big-name male players uh, during your movements as far as on the high school level? Any big-name guys? Because I was thinking about this. They just showed Shaq. He was hanging out at one of the um, uh, WNBA games. I think it was the one in Vegas. Him and Candace Parker, obviously big friends. But I'm wondering, is there a Atlanta Hawk player or a name from the male side that has been that you've noticed frequent in these games and somebody that can, you know, maybe help propel it. 
I will say I, I did not see him. He was in the crowd, though, and I was told he was there. Lou Williams, yeah. South Gwinnett legend. I hear he has a daughter that is coming up the ranks that might be pretty good. I don't think she's in high school just yet, but I heard he was in the building checking things out. So that is the one name I can for sure tell you was in the gym. Lou Williams was in the gym uh, just this other day. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was talking with some people about what really got things started with the focus on uh, the caliber of talent here uh, in Georgia, Kyle. And I pointed to three names that were around kind of the same time. Lou is one of them. Dwight Howard's the other one. It's probably Maya Moore. I think Mm -hmm. those three, I mean, there's always been talent from here, but I think those three kind of like kick-started this interest, especially in a, in the media era that we're in now where, you know, ESPN could come in and show their games or, or, or that yeah. type thing. So I, to me, those guys are – and, the, and the, the coaches just just keep on coming because of what they saw with those with those three players. You're right. Yeah, we've had some major major pillars as far as what we've, we've had in the state of Georgia and Kwame Brown, the number one pick in the draft, like – it's been a long time of great talent, boys and girls side that go on to play at college and then advance on to the pros and have long, successful careers. So it's no secret now. College coaches and even uh, scouts at the pro level, they know they're going to find future all-stars in the state of Georgia. And I think that's why we see so many college coaches especially, um, wanting to race down to Georgia, boys or girls side, to find their next future star. Uh, so we're we're really blessed to be in this state. It's just so terrific across all sports and all levels. Um, Georgia is a real powerhouse when it comes to high school athletics. Um, talk about what you have coming up next. I'm looking at your page. You got something here called the Off Season Hub. Uh, talk about what you're keeping an eye on, and people can I see coaching carousel, transfers, and things of that nature. But talk about what you what you have coming up, and what's the next event after this one that you're going to be attending. Yeah, for sure. So just that, that hub, as you mentioned, you can find all that information on sandyspiel.com. But just tracking transfers, you know it's transitory. Nowadays, kids jump from school to school. So just trying to help it be easier for members of media and just to figure out where these kids are going to end up. And then, of course, coaching carousel. There's still a lot of job openings, still people uh, moving around, dominoes still yet to fall. And then for me personally, um, there's a ton of team camps still coming up. Like we got the GBA on the boys' side uh, next weekend, which will be great at Lake Point. But for me personally, my next event, we have the Fall League, the Sandspiel Fall League Sundays at East Paulding High School. We're going into year four now. We have a, a maximum of 28 teams, and that's going to be split between girls and boys. So that's been growing every single year. And also on Saturday starting in August, We'll be at Dawson County for the Sandy Spill Girls Folly, where it's just only going to be girls, and that'll be in that, that northeast side of the state. So just filling up that league and then prepping for four showcase events we'll have in the upcoming high school season. Uh, needless to say, there's usually no downtime at all for me. I always have something to do to look forward to in the future. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, God, we appreciate you spending some time with us this morning. As you have once again at, at a Swanee Sports Academy, going to have another big day of uh, the girls' high school basketball players playing in front of the college coaches out there. Enjoy it out there, man. And have thanks, fun, buddy. And thanks so much for stopping by and spending some time and, with us and, this morning. And tell Kenzie we said congratulations. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. yes, sir. Definitely. And, 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 Thank you so and, much. And, and, and be sure and tell that guy that I met yesterday, Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Hey, hey, that's right. Thanks for reminding me. I will pass that along to him. Thank you so much, you guys.
All right, take all care. Right, Captain right. Kyle Sandy. Yeah, I, call, I, saw, I saw his dad yesterday. Oh, you did? His dad was out there yesterday. Yeah, bow tie on too? No, he didn't have bow tie on. Okay. <laughs> but he was looking good, though, but right? looking good, man. All right, it's good. there you it's go. Very good to meet him. Uh, Miles Garrett's going to join us in the 8 o'clock hour. Jason Longshore is going to join us in the 9 o'clock hour. But up next, up hey. Next, up next. Up we next. are venturing into Ooh, Max's world. Oh, yeah. A recent graduate who is smarter than... And he was he was up real late last night at a place not too far away from us. See, that's a tease, right? Y'all still ain't told me why he's over there looking like he needs a hey, five-hour he, he, energy. He'll, he'll tell you. He'll tell you. All right, that's coming up next. Yeah. Stick around for that. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on the 17th day of June. It's the uh, beginning of a long holiday weekend, and we want to thank you for letting us be a part of it. Yeah, and your your ears are not deceiving you. Yeah. We are playing the theme from the Cosby Show because yeah. it ain't like that show didn't happen yeah. and the popularity of it didn't. And we're here acknowledging Father's Day weekend. A and, great and TV dad. TV dads, so on and so forth, you know. And we're going to do that today and tomorrow. From now on, we'll play some tunes, uh, theme, theme shows with memorable TV dads. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. And uh, little, it's just insignificant stuff, too, Uh-oh, that, that happened. Well, I just made that comment earlier, and there's people reaching out to me. And I wasn't trying to sound anything other than just sort of, dude, I'm looking at something here, and okay. I'm looking at our names. Hang on a second. I got to call an audible. Let's make this. Th- we're actually on the list. Wow. We make the list? We made the list, man, twice of, <laughs> of, of upcoming remotes. When do you know? We, we're doing the 4th of July, but July 8th, that Saturday, Sam. Yeah. You know me and you were going to be at the Cobb County Sheriff's Office? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I already made uh, I already made contact July with, the, 8th. with the college schoolmate of mine who works at the Sheriff's Department and He's looking forward to us being out there. Okay. Well, yeah, I had man. something else to say, but yeah, now I've got? stepped into Max's time, so what I'm going to shut up and I'll save okay. this, and I'll get back to it a little bit. But it had to do with with uh, something I said earlier having to do with the amount of females in my bed. Yikes. Well, i got two dogs living with me, so that's what's <laughs> going on. Let's say it out loud. There's tw- literally 12 legs in my bed. Wow. Say that out loud. That's crowded. 12 that's, legs. That's a crowd. That's that's a crowded room. Max. A crowded bed. Yeah. I leave, that, right. I leave, I leave that for you as an opening statement. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I don't anyway, know how I follow that up. Don't don't even try. Just, just leave that on me. All right. Well, a couple things. We'll uh, we'll address your main concern. So I looked a little extra sleepy this yeah, morning. Man, what's up? So yesterday the PFL was in town, and so I for was those able, who don't know, which is uh, probably I don't know if you want to rank them. Obviously the UFC is the top of the food chain when it comes to MMA, but PFL is right below it, and then you have Bellator right there, 1FC. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Yeah. And so the PFL was right there at the O2 um, Arena, and it was an awesome event that I was able to attend, but if most people know, those fighting events are pretty late. And so I went in there, I'm like, okay, it started at 6.30, but it ended pretty late, and there was tons of fights. And When you say pretty late, are we talking past midnight? Yeah, and... I, I, I left a little earlier than that, though. I'm like, all right, I have to draw the line somewhere. And so I was like, it's time for me to go. <laughs> I, I got to draw the line yeah. somewhere. <laughs> so, but, I mean, it was very entertaining. It was um, a really well put together event. So the PFL did an excellent job. Um, Atlanta definitely had their stars in attendance, too. 
viral video, John Jones was in attendance, okay. and him and Francis Ngannou have always flirted with that fight, but then Ngannou left the UFC, so they actually squared up and were face-to-face, and everyone was going crazy. ESPN posted all about it because the event was on ESPN, and John Jones looked massive. Uh, but but they were there, they were there in attendance. You had Tyron Woodley was in there, who recently just boxed Jake Paul. It's crazy. That's the first thing I think of. He's also a former UFC champion. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you had you had a bunch of stars in there, so it was a really cool event to attend. And like I said, I was just a little bit a little bit late. My friend also left my keys in my trunk, so we had AAA out there in the parking oh, lot late. So no. that was going on. Didn't that so. happen in Back to the Future? Oh yeah, my man. God. No, was, actually, Marty got locked in the trunk. It was okay. just like one long thing after another. So he's like, yeah, I just got to run to my car and put my camera in there. I'm like, okay, no problem. And then I'm like, hey, where, where you been? I'm texting him. I'm like, where you at? And he was like, yeah. So uh, I'm like, uh-oh. And he's like, yeah, you left your keys in the trunk somehow. So I'm waiting for AAA. So it was it was a long night. So didn't get How much How do you sleep. leave your keys in the trunk? Uh, he's a talker. So I think he got to talking, and he was just like, yeah, 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 and just kind of like closed the trunk. And then like, all right, you got the keys, right? And yeah, uh, 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 not wait, so much. Yeah, so, uh, question: How yeah. often are they going to be doing that? How frequently are they going to do that? Um, come through Atlanta? Yeah, um, I think a lot more often. They're going to be here next week as well. Really? Yeah, next Friday again. And so it was a. I think the setup is perfect for them because they're mainly for streaming anyway. Yeah. And so it's like just perfect. It's a very modern arena. You got all those screens and really good turnout. So. Uh, I think as the sport continues to grow, I mean, that organization, and then obviously Atlanta had a really good turnout. I don't know why they wouldn't. So I think Atlanta just continues to wrap their arms around it. I think we'll see that a lot more. Okay. All right. So that's cool. the first thing. So that's first why thing. That's little, one. That's one. My story of the week. Okay. Um, and then we'll get into some NBA that I'm going to throw at you guys, too. My family is actually pretty close with Colin Sexton. and. Ah. Uh, and I haven't seen him in a while. I've interviewed him, and then we've gotten closer over the years once he realized. And then uh, – the other day, so I was um, at the mall, and I look right there. Colin Sexton was right there, and we got to talk for a little bit and um, and connect. And so I don't think people realize how hungry he is. Like, I think most people think about um, his tenacious video when he's, like, staring at the defender. Or it was, like, when he was at Alabama, and there was, like, the four-on-five for a second. Again, yeah. I'm sorry, but, again, I have to do this because there are people in our audience who may not know who you're talking about. Colin oh, Sexton, you're from me. He went to Pebble Brook High School. Okay, so I'm just saying yeah. I have to stop you for that. So let was, everybody know who he is. And, it's yeah. crazy. He has an event coming up in Atlanta as well. Okay. And I literally was talking about it the day before, and then the next day I just ran right into him. And so there should be some cool content coming up with, um, as well with Colin. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to put something together. But either way, it was really cool to run into him. That was like one of my stories of the week. I was just like I had a cup of water in my hand, and I remember just looking up, and all of a sudden he was right in front of me. I'm like, what in the world? I'm like, what are you doing here? You plays for Utah now. So, yeah, Utah. But, I, but, yeah, this, this is still home. his home. This so home. Right. So I got to run into Colin. Then the next thing I want to throw at you is this. It's a theory I got or I have. And you know the NBA is a copycat league. So when the Warriors are winning, of course, everyone wants to shoot threes. And then you have someone like the Rockets, for example, Mike D'Antoni and – they're like, okay, let's just shoot a crazy amount of threes. People go all in, even maybe too much. Yeah. Well, now recently, we what do we see work with Denver? For one, obviously, the culture and patience and time, which I don't expect everyone to do, but that guard big duo. And that's not something that's new, right? That's been around in every era, from Magic to Kareem. You look at Shaq, Kobe. You look at Carl Malone and Stockton. Stockton it's yeah. always worked. But they're the last duo to win that recently because I don't consider LeBron as a guard. He's, he's a forward, so that guard big. So it got me thinking about Atlanta. And this is an, when we see a center win, when you see guards win, obviously everyone in that position who plays like that, their stock goes up. So I'm not saying like this player plays like Jokic, 
But I think it may be an interesting point in time for the Hawks to explore a guy like Carl Anthony Towns. Because we're always thinking, I mentioned Jalen Brown, you mentioned other guards, but could the recipe for success for Atlanta be a big for Trey Young? And not like a Clint Capella, with all due respect, who I think has a lot of value in this league, but someone who can also step out and hit the three consistently off the pick and roll, not just roll. So is a guy like Carl Anthony Towns somebody worth exploring for the Atlanta Hawks? And if you were able to keep a Murray as well, so you got a Trey Murray and a Cat. So, and he's obviously that situation in Memphis. Yeah, is he, is, not was, Memphis, Minnesota. Minnesota. Me. Is he going to be all right up there? Yeah, because it looks like they're officially now like, okay, this is Ant Man. This is Anthony Edwards now. And so when you embrace that and you're he building around him, week. he is, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's from here. God, yeah, everyone's from, from Atlanta. But <laughs> is Cat someone that you think would be a good fit? And I talked to Ryan Holland about this, and he agreed. Do you think that's someone that could fit in Atlanta? He's an intelligent enough basketball player to, yes, it would fit. Is it the right fit is the question. And as you were talking about that and available big men, this isn't necessarily a big man, but it's a person who has a unique skill set that championship teams, I think, need. And that is Draymond Green's going to opt out. So mm. let me ask you a question. You got Draymond and you got Cat. Which one of those two would you want to bring here? Again, keeping the other elements of the Hawks in place. Because we talked about this earlier in the year that, you know, on a wish list. Terrell and I were, you know, we were talking about this. But now it's actually a thing, especially what has come out about this team could have done more had it not been for that incident in the preseason between him and 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 um, Jordan Poole, okay. where he punched him. So you can speculate one way or the other. There's those who will say, no, nah, he's not going anywhere because he's going to command this amount of money and nobody wants to do it. You also have a bigger thing going on out there at Golden State. Bob Myers is gone. That's like snatching the late, you know, you talked about Jerry West, an executive. This is this, is this generation's Jerry West. This guy landed at Golden State in four championships later. And he kept that team together. So what's going on? Mike Dunleavy Jr. is taking over right. in Golden State. You don't know what that kind of relationship is going to be and what kind of team he wants to put together. So, again, I come back to you answering your question with a question. Yeah. If those two are available, and given what you have on this team, and, by the way, when things go sideways with these young stars – Who's that veteran voice that's going to bring? Well, they, they've needed right. that. They, they've needed that for some time. So I'm saying, of season. the two that we just mentioned, who do you think's going to straighten folks out better, Cat or Draymond? Okay. I, my vote is Draymond. Well, my answer for those questions would be different. So to answer okay. your first question would be Cat, because I believe he's just a more talented player with a lot more prime years left with okay. him, and that's someone that would complement Trey's game better. Draymond would be the guy that you'd want as a veteran locker, like in the locker room as a veteran. So. If you're looking for just front-end talent to help you get over the hump, I think Cat's your answer. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you still can't go get a veteran. I, mem- I remember, Sam, you talked about Kyle Lowry. That's someone who I think would be perfect, like someone like a Kyle Lowry or just like a champion, veteran. You need that Udonis Haslam in the locker room. So I think you of, if you get Kyle Lowry, then who, which one of those guards are you giving up? You're gonna I don't think you'd have one. to give up that much for someone. You're not going to have them two guys on that team with Kyle Lowry. You, you, don't, about, think, you, you about, don't think an older guy would be willing to come off the bench? Yeah, he's going to run his second, run, run your second unit. Kyle Lowry coming on to be run a second yeah, year at this point. Guy. It's not prime it's, Kyle Lowry anymore. I get that, but I don't okay. think he – all right. I mean, listen, if you, can, if you can make that happen, I just think one of the things that we talked about throughout this NBA season with this Atlanta Hawks team was the regularity of our superstar yep. mentally going a little sideways, right? At we time. did talk about at that. Time. At time. So, to me, what is more important, having a veteran voice, not a coach – 
a veteran voice that's a player right. that can straighten things out or the hope that a Carl Anthony Towns can stay healthy and that talent that you talked about can continue to, to flourish and him help from a player standpoint. Again, you could go out and maybe possibly get a young player that could give you what Carl Anthony Towns could give that may not be equal but what is really well, I don't know if you want to get a young guy, though. When Carl Anthony Towns is a guy who would be more of a contemporary of your nucleus you got here. And you've seen now, if you're going to get anywhere near sniffing a championship, you got to have a big that can do some things. Yes, you do. And, yes, you, you do. And, and, and think about it. It was only a couple of years ago we were saying, and the big man ain't needed. The big man ain't needed to win in the NBA because Golden State was winning without one. Now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, you got to have that dude if you want to get, and that's going to be the new story the next few days, especially going into the draft this week. Who's going to start shuffling players around to try to get a team right? Because you know what it takes to be able to compete in the East with Giannis and B, or in the West with Jokic. You got to have that big guy. But you're and talking so about thing. special, special right. players oh, when absolutely. you talk about them two dudes, and that you just can't like go landscape uh, cover the landscape of of college basketball and go oh. This is the guy who's going to be in two years the next Jokic or the next. Well, no, we can't you know. say that. Yeah, you can't do that because the, the guy was the biggest dude in the basket in basketball. Decided to go back to college this year instead of come out and play in the NBA, <laughs> right? So I mean, you you can't yeah. you can't base it just on size, uh, but you need somebody who can do those and can be versatile and do those things. Clint Capella, I'm a big fan of Clint Capella. I love the way he crashes the board. I think he's great for this team, but they don't run anything offensively for him, and that's the other thing you you know I think you know the Hawks got to figure out this week as the draft comes up. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sorry about that, Max. And then uh, last crazy stat I'll leave for you. There was a specific number that I had. I don't know where that went, but it was like since 2011, the Heat and the Warriors have been in every single finals besides one, but they've never played each other. Okay. Pretty crazy. It's just the consistency because when you think of the East and we're always talking about, oh, the Bucks, or it could be the Celtics, like this Heat team consistently – I mean, granted, they had the Heatles and LeBron at one point in time, but – it's just this East, and we talk about it with the Hawks all the time, it is wide open. And we don't really consider the Heat often to be in there, and they consistently are. So if the Hawks are able to make a move, I think they could get there a lot quicker than people think. Yeah, so. yeah. I was, I was talking with John Babel from the Hawks this week. We were together for Midnight Basketball Championship game um, out, on, out on Adamsville. And we talked about the fact of how, how do you say you have to have all these draft picks, which, which the Hawks have drafted well. But look at the Miami team. Like I said, it was Jimmy Butler and some dudes. Mm-hmm. Here's some guys who some weren't even drafted, second-round picks, or if they're drafted at all, and look at what they did. So, I mean, that gives you something to think about, too, as you look forward with this You team. talk about got to have a big to get to there, and I'm telling you right now, if it happens, I'm going with Miami. Right, I'm putting, I'm putting your mortgage payment on Miami to win next year if the conversation happens where Damian Lillard ends up down there. If Damian Lillard ends up in Miami oh, yeah, with that's... what they – but they ain't got a big – they yeah. got a big, but yeah. they got heart, they and big. they have a culture. They don't yeah, have they the big. big we're talking about big, the NBA. Yeah, Bam. They got Bam. They got Bam. When, yeah, you know what's funny, though? You don't. You think of him as a big much like you think of Tim, Tim Duncan. He's big, but he also can play forward. He can play power forward. He's not the traditional throw it down there. He's not the traditional um Well, the guys MB we're talking about now not that not that, not that, that kind of guy. The guy can step out and hit threes like Jokic? My goodness. Well, and whenever you think about it, you know? All right, well, anyway, that's, that, that's again, I, I wanted to throw that out there. But I, something I left here on the table I wanted to What's ask. That? Well, we don't have time. I'll, I'll ask him a little bit here. We've got, okay. we got more show. we got two hours left. As a matter of fact, we got a new top of the hour thing, and we have a guest coming up, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Absolutely. We're going to talk about things happening downtown today, Centennial Olympic Park, as we get part of Juneteenth celebration. We'll get you up to speed and up to date on that. 
as you continue. Sam and Greg with you on this Saturday morning on this long weekend. Thanks for staying with us here on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929Game.com. We're everywhere on Odyssey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.